No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? This is episode 99 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales. With me, as always, the very funny Brian Vogue. 99? This is 99. Wow. I thought I was going to be 100. This sucks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. You're the calm before the storm, baby. Uh, <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> but John Michael's here right before the interesting thing. <laughs> we are joined today by the very funny John Michael Bond. How are you, buddy? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing solid. Is that the wrong answer for a grievances podcast? <laughs> no. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Actually, nobody said that. Wonderful. You can still hate things, but be in a good mood. Oh yeah. I feel I'm, like we've. That's kind of the. That's the real premise of this. I, I like well, to, I'm usually in a good mood. Brian, he's yeah. touch and go. Yeah, I'm a moody bastard, but I try not to put it on you. <laughs> I know. I appreciate that. I like to think of uh, my negativity as like a black cloud on a sunny day. You know, <laughs> there's lots of light shining through, but there's then me blocking it out. Nice. <laughs> that's good. You're your own black cloud. Yeah, I like to rain on my own parade. Nice. Yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Make sure you guys go to brondell.com and get yourself a uh, bidet toilet seat cover. Keep your asshole pressure washed and dried and cleaned and refreshed. I was uh, five minutes late because I was uh, doing all that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, was using our, I was using our bidet. Do you, know? you, do you have your bidet hooked up to a hot water source? or are you There doing? is hot there's water. A heater, there's a heater, a heater in the bidet oh, itself. You don't have to. There's Ooh. a copper coil, but I prefer it cold because I'm a sinner. Man. Yeah, he's a bad. He's How much does one of these bidets <laughs> cost? Well, it's actually 20% less if you use the promo code no sir, N O S I R. That was completely unintentional, but any any opportunity to uh, <laughs> to promote Uninten- capitalism on Unintentional here. or am I a great guest? <laughs> You're unintentionally a great guest. <laughs> uh, I don't think you guys appreciate what a tool of capitalism I am. <laughs> I'm here I agree help. with the first half of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to I'm I'm just here to help you guys earn honestly <laughs> i uh, wish i had uh, some capitalist tools because i uh, just spent about an hour looking for parking because the uh, parking lots would have broken my month yeah <laughs> really a really big influence on your bottom line yeah i didn't account for a parking lot fee yeah. <laughs> for february's budget it's, usually it's there's usually there's like street parking around here because it's just warehouses but mm-hmm. yeah i well, guess we should tell everybody we're uh, recording today in a studio that happens to be where people tattoo and where you lure women to get their photograph taken. Yeah, lure. The, that's the, the way I would describe it. <laughs> yep. And um, and it's uh, it's badass. It's like a completely like all industrial area, and there's an, an amazing view. It's pretty rad. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so if there's a little echo. Fucking deal with it, guys. It reminds me of San Francisco in here, and uh, that's an uh, insult. Yeah, we we did, <laughs> we removed uh, five native immigrant families <laughs> from this warehouse space. Native immigrant, native families. immigrants. <laughs> and how to get them? How to get the discounted price for this place? Is you physically had to remove them mm-hmm. yourselves, which I think is nice. It's very yeah. DIY. You turn in uh, ten sets of fingerprints to ice, and then you get to park for free. <laughs> That's like Jordan Peterson CrossFit. <laughs> Do a sit up. Explain to a woman why she's. Sm- <laughs> it's funny because I have no idea what he talks about, but I feel like that makes sense. And he used to have like points, and now it's just like, if you eat raw meat, you'll be a true man. <laughs> what is this, from the 1950s? Oh, my God. Well, the the problem with being like a grifter is you always have to have mm-hmm. new ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when he was just a college professor who was just like talking about sociology, mm-hmm. it was fine. And then he was like, oh, fuck, I have to have a new book. So now he's like, a carnivorous diet is the only way to be a true man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's why Jesus faked his death at 33. Yeah. He was like, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I can't got no more ideas. I got nothing else to say. I what mean, am I going to say? Even Jesus had four other people write his books. So like, exactly. <laughs> even Jesus had writers. Okay. The, Don't give me shit if I hire writers. The father, son, and the Holy Ghost writer. <laughs> <laughs> Is this I, a work live space? 
sometimes I like come here and hang out a lot. This is the studio that my wife uh, tattoos out of. And I come and just hang out because I work from home. So right, otherwise right, okay. I'm just sitting in a dark apartment for like 10 hours a day. Sure. And while that's great for my aesthetic, it's terrible for my brain. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, you don't want it like your, your whole subconscious to be gloomy. Uh, so I just come and hang out here with her, just sit on the sofa and write. Like I'm a freelance search engine optimization monkey, so I can work from anywhere. What, you, what, what does that mean? Uh, search engine optimization is uh, you refine searches to make sure people are getting what they want. I, you, I, instead you, of writing good copy, I write highly specified articles designed for people looking at specific Google terms to find. I write everything from like, what's the best porn site for interracial porn to mm-hmm. uh, how to fix a blister. And then I have like search terms that are pulled out of a... Those are literally the last two things I uh, searched. I, yeah. a on well, I, I was trying to, to focus on you guys' mutual re- interests. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Because I could be like, well, I talk about finance and you guys would be like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's but not true. I, I got an IRA. I, I just... Like, like you she's blow a, up Catholics? Yeah, she's or? an Irish freedom fighter. No, they would blow up Protestants. Don't I don't know, man. All I know about the I know I saw Patriot Games once. What's Is that a one? Tom Clancy novel turned into a incredible Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford movie? Yeah, yeah. It's got a fist fight on a speeding boat. That's all I need to know Does about the Irish Amish, Amish country in that one. That's a uh, witness. Oh, witness. That's yeah. right. Yeah, my uncle Bucky used to. He ran a video rental store and he uh, used to bootleg the VHSs. Fuck yeah! And I knew every movie that had tits in it. And witness. <laughs> <laughs> Witness had tits. How does Witness have tits? In the, the, the Amish. Yeah, the Amish girl takes her shirt off. What, yeah. Are Did they, they wooden? Play it? Is it like Are a, they wooden I didn't watch any of the other parts of the movie because <laughs> I would watch them and fast forward. I was a kid. You, you know just skip I mean? right to the barn raise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was actually in a barn where she shows her tits, so it's fantastic. I learned how to dub tapes because I got in trouble when my dad figured out that the only part of a VHS that had worn down was the tits. Yep. And he was just like, I know it's one of you. And then he like, immediately pointed at me because my brother was better at arguing. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going like, to right the tits come. It looks like that three, two, one in the movie theater mm-hmm. thing with the scratchy. <laughs> it gets all scratchy. Yeah. Like in a horror movie when the demon's about to pop out. Yeah. It's just like tracking, a, tracking, yeah. tracking, <laughs> <laughs> tracking is thrown off. That's, I mean, look, I don't know. There's something horrific about finding out your kids masturbating to the fly. But, uh, <laughs> at least they know what part though. Yeah. <laughs> in my defense, that hot nude scene was right after the dog got shot. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had that informed your uh, adult sexuality. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't come unless a mutant dog has just been shot with a gun. <laughs> Out of bow and arrow. <laughs> Shoots a dog and then come. I'm coming. He's, yeah. he's loading the barrel. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Blaze <laughs> fo- Foley song. I'm almost there. I'm close here, boy. <laughs> it's fine. We eat it after. Yeah. That's why you use a, a pistol and not a shotgun. Because then you have to. Yeah, you don't want to spoil fuck. the meat. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I was actually just walked by that gun club and I was like, oh man, because me and a friend of mine, who you guys both know, Ben Avery, have been looking mm-hmm. for a gun gun range around us. Supposedly the gun club around here is really good. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about it just because like I can decide I'm bored or annoyed at work and then just cross the street mm-hmm. and go shoot like a rifle that I don't have to buy. Quite literally blow off steam. Yeah. The parent, though they did tell me that you're not allowed to scream while you're firing. How would they know? <laughs> that takes a lot of the joy out of it. If you time it right, yeah. they'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be screaming if you were like howls. Aim, though. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right when you fire. I just want to show up with a Bluetooth speaker that plays like president speeches and just see how long it takes before they stop me. <laughs> Not like a specific president. Sure, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. The Bluetooth speaker is key because otherwise people are going to be like, "Can I borrow your ammunition?" Like, no, no. I want you to be scared when I'm at the gun club. (laughs) That's they found. Apparently, uh, gun clubs. A lot of them around the country now have this like hard rule where if you're a single man, you can't just go by yourself because there was this huge rash of uh, suicides where guys were like, "Man, I want to kill myself, but I don't want to ruin the upholstery." So they would like go to a gun club, rent, I guess, their dream gun, and then just blow their brains out at the range at the range like in the range yeah Wait, while other people are shooting and yeah. shit I love a budget That's suicide so rude. <laughs> you ever, I really do I don't know if you've ever planned a surprise party rude, but, you know. <laughs> yeah just some good why are you putting your brains on somebody else yeah well you, I mean, you have to oh, you don't want to burn dividers. your family you just want to burden everybody well, else there are dividers you. between the the shooting 
sections for most places. I know, but depending on the gun, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I mean, if those casings can come over and it fucking hit me in the forehead and I'm next door, yeah. then their their brain matter is definitely going to be over hit I me. mean, once you've decided to kill yourself in public, I think that like decorum <laughs> is the last thing going through your mind. I personally I'm just think consider everything. Oh yeah, well, I, I, I anyone who's listening who's planning on killing themselves in public, uh, what I would recommend is just go to the steps of your your state senate and just shoot yourself there and write whatever your grievance is on like your shirt. And if we have enough of those every year, things would be fixed. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> if if, if 5,000 people shot themselves on the They would the all have different of, grievances. Oh, no. It doesn't matter. People would start being like, oh, man, this is effective. I think change would come about just from senators being like, I'm done stepping over gray matter. Right. Right, that's true. I think that, uh, you know, I knew a friend who used to clean up the peep show booth at the Lessie Lady in San Francisco. Oh, wow. And I was thinking that was the nastiest job, but I think cleaning up the fucking gun booths is actually oh. way nastier. Well, I mean, I, I don't. But I, less often. I mean, the, the, the peep show, like, yeah, but there's only a little bit of cum. cum. Yeah. But it becomes nothing compared. Like, one blowed out head yeah. makes, like, for f- like, 5,000 ever Have you ever had to clean, like, uh, I'm trying to think of what how to describe it. Have you ever had to clean up dried tissue? Dried tissue? Like, tissue paper that got, like, wet and then stuck oh, sure, someplace. Sure. Or, like, like, like paper mache. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain yeah. is basically just, like, pate and paper mache mixed together. Mm. And, like, if it... So, it makes, it, like, it makes, like, a proper gross. paste. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real. Well, I mean, it's already a proper paste. What's your reference for this? For brain matter? Yeah. Uh, uh, dead people? <laughs> You've cleaned up dead people? No, 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 no. I've just talked to people who have cleaned up dead people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're like, here, this is what it... I've spent a lot of time talking about death with people. Sure, me, yeah, me as uh, well, but I didn't know that about brain. Yeah, like, it's real gross, apparently. Like, dried brain is apparently one of those, like, things that's like a real bitch to clean but it's, up. But mm. if, if it's... It's not gonna be dried, though. I mean, I imagine you're not gonna leave it. Oh, fuck this. I'll clean it tomorrow. If I mean, you want the gun range to stay open. You, but you have... You can't... But, like, the police have to show up they have to do like a whole thing like i don't i yeah, you personally can't just clean it up <laughs> like i don't <laughs> i know you're a go-getter carmen i, <laughs> I just I, god damn it not again you just come in with a mop and start fucking <laughs> I, I too dream of a better america where when someone kills themselves at a gun range someone's like eh, we know what this is yeah. <laughs> or they're like, this is what they would have wanted yeah, I, don't, I don't think you should investigate anyone who shoots themselves in what? the front of the head if you if you're like in the ear that's fine but like you put it in the mouth or whatever i don't know that's i don't think there's ever any time where i'm like suicide doesn't make sense like suicide always makes sense but also you could just shove like you remember when you were a kid you do the quit hitting yourself thing <laughs> <laughs> you could grab a gun and shove it into somebody's mouth and make it look like they did it yeah and say didn't bill clinton do that not himself but like <laughs> uh, did he have a, did they do that to a guy that was gonna whistle on him no i think they just put teenagers in front of trains and cars but there was a guy who shot himself in a cemetery oh is that you th- you, i think you guys are talking about oh, Kurt Cobain. No, no 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 i'm talking about bill clinton <laughs> That was uh, that was Hillary killed Bill. Or, <laughs> Hillary, Cobain. Hillary killed Kurt Cobain. Hillary yeah. killed Kurt Cobain. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, not Seth Rich. That was the last one. That it was Vince Foster. Vince Foster. Yeah, though Vince Foster also killed himself. He didn't get shot. Like he like killed himself. That's one of those things that sucks. Is like I I believe every conspiracy theory. I'm on board with everyone, mm-hmm. and then when I find one that like you just look at the facts, and you're like, oh yeah, the motherfucker just killed himself. I, I'm You're pretty like, sure oh, that. Man, why is everyone focusing on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no information, but I'm pretty sure the whole premise of him not doing it was that he used his left hand, which you know, yeah. sometimes I use my left hand for I stuff. Don't if, I don't. <laughs> well, it's not I mean, for killing yourself, yeah. though. You, you want you want it to I be know. your dominant hand. I mean, but also, if you feel powerless, wouldn't you like reclaim your strength by being like, "I'm going to see if I can do something right with this wrong hand"? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to risk the chance of you feeling good again. I don't. I feel like any public suicide is braver than any private suicide because, like, a private suicide is just causing your family to have to get new carpet. In most scenarios, you can have the best of both worlds because my plan you doing is a bathtub. Nope, uh, and you may be familiar with this because where you're from. But I want—I've always wanted to build my own rocking chair, bring it up Blood Mountain, and blow my brains out <laughs> on top of that mountain, and just let the fucking animals eat me, so nobody has to clean it up. Man, if they would just let animals, <laughs> like a bear would. 
take care of that. How long? I mean, if we just let bodies lay in the street. Would you guys tell people? I don't know what that reference is. Can you tell? Blood me? Mountain is just a mountain in North Georgia. It's the tallest mountain is in Georgia. Is it called Blood Mountain because so many people kill themselves? No, it's no. just called Blood Mountain. It's right next to uh, Arabia Mountain. <laughs> There's just weird names for all those mountains. <laughs> they, they were, the problem was there wasn't a lot of reading when they were naming the mountains. So they ran out of They were like, all right, that's the 14th mountain. What are you going to call it? And they're like, Arabia? I don't know. <laughs> that one's my wife. We just call it my wife mountain. <laughs> my wife mountain. I got divorced on my wife mountain. It was a great place. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be a lot easier to support mountaintop removal at yeah. that point. <laughs> Aren't you sick of that bitch mountain? <laughs> that's There's coal in my wife. Yeah, that's I mean, a lot of whimsical southern things are just we ran out of things to name. Yeah. So we're just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Cornbread? I don't know. Yeah, Georgia has Lebanon, Rome, like <laughs> Lebanon, Georgia. So multicultural. Yeah, for a place that hates other places. Yeah. So much. We're just like, I don't know, Paris, Texas? <laughs> yeah, the Blood Mountain, tallest peak in Georgia. My plan has always been to go out there. Because I remember you I build a rocking chair. You're not a rocking chair kind of guy. What do you mean? I'm not you, a rocking chair kind of guy. How not to build you? one. Not to build one. What have you built? Go fuck yourself. Oh. <laughs> you built I'm this sorry. audience. I'll tell you that. Sorry, I forgot this was a fantasy. <laughs> yes, I'm dreaming. I could learn. That's the thing. Like that'll be the last thing I learn. Is you learn how to build a rocking chair just to kill yourself yeah. in it? Yeah. And also, wouldn't you want to accomplish something? Yeah, exactly. You, like, the ultimate fuck you when everyone's been like, you're a failure. Be like, oh yeah, well I made a beautiful rocking chair, boom, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, you had talent, so oh, fuck. Like I think that everyone should go out on top that when they go so out on the petty, bottom. Though, <laughs> as opposed to suicide, <laughs> everyone was mean to me, so I'm going to make them all ruin a Saturday. Like, <laughs> but nobody will have to petty. deal with it. That's the thing. The bears will get to me. Yeah, I don't think bears eat human beings. That's uh, why, like, through a lot of like bear attacks and stuff like that. It's like the same thing with like sharks. Everybody's just assumes they're going to eat you they don't like the taste yeah they leave you for dead yeah well then a possum or a raccoon something will yeah, fucking eat you the worms you haven't spent a lot of time in the woods it seems if you die there a lot of things will just start eating you <laughs> I, once saw a I know but if you want something specific like the bear I want the bears to eat me you saw a squirrel eat a dog yeah it was just a nibbling? dead dog yeah just like nibbling now I don't know like what was going on in the squirrel's life like maybe it was maybe <laughs> they ate like saying, a hallucinogenic maybe... nut or something <laughs> and it was just like oh my god look at this big whatever but but yeah, it was eating on a dog. Oh, okay. Maybe it was trying to get us. It was definitely not doing well. It was probably trying to get to the adrenal gland to get high. Yeah. Because I've heard if animals die in fright, if you eat the adrenal gland, because it's like really producing adrenaline. Yeah, I'm sure that squirrel high. read that article What's to find the, out about I mean, the people, adrenal gland. People don't know this, but squirrels are thrill chasers. Like, they will they'll do a lot. Yeah, they jump and shit. I yeah. get it. <laughs> it's a high risk profile for wanna, an animal. They just want to do straight lines of dog adrenal gland. <laughs> <laughs> Bless wow. you. Man, my, my that's the sound I'm going to make right before I shoot myself on Blood Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> that's, man, I, I feel like as a culture, we should make suicide more whimsical. Absolutely. Like, yeah, the yeehaw suicide. more glory. Like, if you agree to kill yourself, you should get 10 grand. What, after? To, no, before. So, like, the last two months of your life. But then people all you're can back doing, out. No, you're not. No, ten, ten grand is not enough to make you want to stay. No, ten grand is just enough to have a good last period. So the last thing you do is stimulate the economy and then stop wasting mm-hmm. resources. <laughs> so it's basically like a like a proverbial uh, last meal type of deal, except yeah. it's like your last hurrah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. every, you just get to go to Vegas. You play, blew it all in like three days. You kill yourself early. I feel like mm-hmm. it would work. You could blow well. ten grand in three minutes in Vegas. Yeah, but I assume that I'm like a little frugal when I'm on my way out the door. <laughs> I'm like, Stretch okay, bottom dollar. I got, I got like ten, ten thousand dollars is a timer mm. when you know that you have to kill yourself at the end of it. I like how well we're fantasizing in this. We all assume we don't have another dollar to our name, so it's the limit is just ten thousand. That's all we have. Yeah, <laughs> I think it says a lot about me. Where I'm like ten thousand dollars, I kill myself for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
You mean I get to live comfortable for like two months? I would walk out the door. I'm never going to know shit like this I'd again. I'd get the sweetest Airbnb and make a mess. <laughs> I'm going to move into a sharper image. That'd be a great place to kill yourself with oh, one of those 100%. comfy chairs. I feel like you'd probably miss oh, massage chairs. No, no, no. You you'd do accidentally the, you, you do it with the toe. The no, you'd lobotomize yourself because the back the back massager would get your hand all shaky. Do. Mm, yeah, well, that's yeah, what you do yeah, with yeah. your foot. You do it with your toe, shotgun style. Oh, see, I wouldn't do a shotgun. Why? Because uh, it's too messy. I'm very considerate. Like, I don't mind a little, like, arteral spray or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. a little gray matter. Whatever does it for you. But, like, a shotgun, that's... I just think it's narcissistic to shoot yourself with a shotgun. To make someone pick up that much of you. I have a dear friend... <laughs> I have a dear friend who did it with a twenty-two, no exit wound. Yeah, no, because it just no rattles around wound. in your new. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it worked? Yeah. It worked. He's dead as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't come out? Nope. Nope. Just a nosebleed. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was That's like the so entry clean. hole. But yeah. even then, you know, it's on top. So I feel like that the twenty two would, would worry me that it wouldn't go through enough to kill you. No, what? that's the secret. It it gets in your your, part, your skull what? and then bounces around in your brain. Uh, my wife wants everyone to know that sometimes shooting yourself in the head with a twenty two doesn't always work. Well, that makes sense because my friend who did it, everything always fucking worked out for him. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking prick. <laughs> fucking male privilege. <laughs> everything always went his way. <laughs> Even the fucking twenty two. Even killed himself with a twenty two and it worked. Fucking Bad asshole. Figures. Well, he's probably going to buy those nice shells, I not know. those budget bullets like I would. <laughs> yeah, leaving behind his beautiful wife and family. That's Jesus. yeah. Everything as much- or you could I, you could kill yourself in public at a corporation, like go to a Walmart, be like, "Can I see that shotgun?" I'm in favor of shooting yourself in the head with a shotgun at a Walmart. That's the only place. Yeah, you get like well, like Why? some place you where you're those fucking, fucking up. poor workers. Like, yeah, I understand, but they're also like already collateral damage in capitalism. They're working at Walmart. What about sometimes, dude? They they plan those plate like those opening Walmarts in places that don't have a lot of don't have a lot of action going on so that that's the only place that these people can work that's, a lot of times well a lot of the times when they open it there is other action going on and then after like six months of Walmart all the other action like closes and then they see these people don't have any other option but to work at Walmart yeah but their life's already hell what's one version of my head exploding <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it in a barcade in a barcade yeah. why that would you be- ruin for so many people. Uh, first off, if you're paying $2 for pinball, you've already ruined <laughs> pinball for other people. Yes. <laughs> Remember when pinball used to be 50 yes. cents? Wait, wait, what game barcades are you guys going to that it's $2? A lot of them are like a dollar to $2 now. That's insane. It is insane. Yeah, I would definitely do it at some bullshit modern adult leisure place. That's yeah. exactly where I would a do it. Dave and Buster's makes more sense. Yeah, but that's <laughs> for people with kids who are living right. Dave and Buster's is not for people with kids living <laughs> right. <laughs> Dave and Buster's is for alcoholic dads who are trying to pretend. Dads, you f- you said dad. Uh, you said living right. So I want to be very clear. If your dad took you to Dave and Buster's and that's your like memory, he's together, trying to make up for something. Yeah, <laughs> like being in your life. You've got like yeah. a secret brother you don't know about. Mm. No, but I just think the 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 barcade. Like I would do something on York Boulevard for sure. Oh, you're talking about like a hip neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go in there and. Mm-hmm. Just make a mess. I would. I would. Uh, You're talking about the adu- the the grasping at adult childhood. There's yeah. a scrapbook store on York Boulevard that sells just like little notebooks it's, and stuff. Oh, Ooh, I'd go right there. Yeah, that's put my head right Let's up against their zine rack. This <laughs> just is fucking blast it. Hey man, you're, I know you're of history. You're with the zines. <laughs> Not anymore, man. I'm burnt out. No, I I bought a. I was looking like I I, I I saw a big shelf of zines at one of those stores. I'm like, I, it's been a minute since I bought. A zine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go look through. It was literally 20 pages of line drawings. Yeah, it's just like fuck you and all of your friends. Exactly. <laughs> How dare you? What are you charging for this? Ten dollars. Blow me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't need a zine on how to do a homemade abortion anymore, which is the last one I saw. Who doesn't know fresh ginger? Come on. Penny Royal. Penny Royal and black cohosh. We all know this. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I go to a medical professional. It's got a professionally clean, sterile scraper, and I scrape that bitch right out. Yeah. yeah I, I Knock only, me 
out, pick me up. Everything I learned about abortion, I learned at basement shows. So uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to take medical advice when you're in a place where a dog shits on stage during a band's performance and then the dog eats the shit and then no one says anything about it. You're describing Antarctica. It very specifically. Yeah, describing I, knew, Antarctica. I knew the exact building. I've played that building he's talking about and the fucking sewage pipe busted when I was in there and the fucking toilet shitty water just started pouring down. <laughs> it's a great place. It's the first place I saw the Emotron, who is a mm-hmm. closer, is uh, setting his balls on fire and then pissing in his own mouth. <laughs> nice. And then we booked him at a club and didn't tell the club that his closer was pissing in his own mouth. Yeah. How they he, take it? Well, he brought his own rug for club shows. <laughs> He had to what a good guy. It? Was like, no, he, so, well, no, it had like yeah, he I, washed. I, it. I think it had like a, <laughs> I think it had like a rubber lining on the bottom. Dude, you never know. Some of these but, people just fucking they, but, they they pride themselves on being but disgusting. Here's the thing that was most incredible about it: the rug was there for the venue's comfort. Mm-hmm. This this guy never missed a drop. Like he just. <laughs> He just shot it right in the air, right in the old gullet, and then be like... That's amazing to have that kind of aim. Not only that, but there's no way you could maintain that as you got older. I know. You lose torque. You lose torque. Well, as he got older, his act changed. Last time I saw him, he was dressing as a human worm and performing in a uh, 5x5 box wrapped in barbed wire. (laughs) The best part about this is all of his music is just like poppy synth songs. (laughs) What the fuck? I love the idea of him trying to catch like a big prostate piss uh, and it's just like it's, it won't fucking get up he's just like I promise guys it takes a minute to piss but I as soon as this comes it's, it's gonna worth be it. it's, it's like that end it. of Boogie Nights when yeah. he's in that truck trying to jerk off <laughs> oh my god it's like one of those little fountains kids playing where the water just shoots up every once in a while <laughs> oh man this is what I feel like whimsy is gonna sound like when we're all living in caves after the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> we apologized to all the listeners about the echoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're halfway through. Why don't you tell us something you don't like? <laughs> oh, shit. I think we've gone on enough about suicide. we got half an hour suicide. <laughs> we know about what I do like. Um, <laughs> what don't you like? What fucking chaps living. your ass? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Besides being alive, yeah. what, do you, what I, do you dislike? I, th- I, I dislike people who co-op sadness when they're happy. What if do you that mean? makes it uh, oh Chris Gethard yeah people who are doing pure <laughs> <laughs> su- successful based yeah, on that oh man I have to pretend I'm suicidal still I mean, I'm a millionaire <laughs> to, to his credit he stopped as soon as HBO was interested like he found view, value in his life uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't mind Chris Gethard because he like he genuinely spent a long time being weird looking and angry. Um, <laughs> No, like people were just like their whole act or their whole like vibe is just that they're like sad. And then you look at their life and they have a well, good paying job and they come from money and they come from comfort. And like they're just they're like, but what I found makes me interesting is ennui. And it's like, no, you're just you're you're mm. you're miserable and you make everyone around you miserable. Some of us earned being depressed, you know, like it's, <laughs> some people have turned that into like Towns Van Zant turned yeah. that into a quality thing. He's a rich, rich motherfucker. Oh, yeah. From comfort. And he's made sadness sound fantastic. But, but he's also honest about it. He's never yeah. like he never pretends that he's struggling for any reason other than his brain chemistry is terrible and he treats women badly like right. you know uh, he's at least honest about where he's coming oh, that, I think what I'm actually saying is uh, rich people who fake poverty and then act like they're struggling oh so yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's, a lot of a lot of comedians yeah any subculture frequented by white people holy yeah. shit <laughs> I wish every best of list had an, a, a net income of like what you earned last year and then what you were given last year <laughs> yeah how much your allowance is for yeah. you to fucking pursue your bullshit career Dude, that that was a thing where I found out too late when I was like 28 years old, like mm-hmm. 10 years into DIY punk, into touring, into like throwing my life away. And then you start going to your friend's parents' house and you're like, oh, I thought we were for real. Yeah. But this is... Oh, cosplay. Wait. I thought I, I thought, didn't know that. I thought you guys understood. Yeah. Well, like that's what like I'm safe in it. You guys I, are just pretending. Like I I come from what can be called money. Like my parents are doing great now, and like but there was also like when I was in high school, my dad. Uh, that sounds like you're rich in natural resources. Yeah. <laughs> we it own could be called we own coal. <laughs> but we have plenty of gold. No, like, like my dad was a, a used car salesman for like a lot of my high school years, but now like both of my parents like work as medical lobbyists. Right. Like I'm at a point now where if my whole life fell apart, I could fall back very easily on my family. 
but I've, I've like always been aware of like where I came from. So I did shit like social work and like AmeriCorps and like tried to give back and work for like, it's okay to come from like money or at least safety if you do something with it. But if all you do is use your parents' money to like tell dick jokes <laughs> and then you're like, I'm so miserable. Why is my life falling apart? It's because you learned no valuable skills and then you leached off people and you lied about leeching off people, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. yeah. That was to say, like, um, him, we, we talked about this too, about our parents hitting money until like at the end of, and we were like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just like, as I grew up poor and then, and then like, and now my, they're fine. And now they're great. And Christmas <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, uh, so now it, it, there is a comfort in that. I don't feel like I have to worry about them as much where if like, if, if we all, if they stayed poor yeah. throughout their entire life, then it's like, fuck, I'm going to, I have to, I got to make sure I ca- I'm going to be capable of taking care of them when they're old. Yeah. You know, I have no such promises to my parents. So to be like, I'm just take care. <laughs> well, I'm glad <laughs> we're obligated to take care of our parents, regardless of what they've done. Yeah, to no us. one. I'm really, I'm very blessed that I have an older brother. Who's like a, a stereotypical success where mm-hmm. he's like, he's a lawyer. He does well. Cause like no one expects anything of me. Mm-hmm. Like, at all but also like i paid for most of college with like scholarships by yeah, like me doing too. choir mm-hmm. shit and like i went to community college until i'd done every single class that i could take at like a normal college and then i moved there like i did mm. like all of this shit to mitigate the financial damage i like inflicted upon my family and now that they're fine i'm like fuck i wish i had put you guys in debt <laughs> <laughs> my whole route was being as insufferable and annoying as possible for the first 25 years and then you like stuck with that or no. <laughs> now that I can just have a conversation with my family it feels like I'm a success because yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm not arguing with them every two I, seconds <laughs> my, my mom is during the holidays she's just like you seem like you're doing like much better and what that means is I didn't talk about killing millionaires at dinner like exactly I was like you know what would, would solve problems we just started shooting bankers and she was like you're much more pleasant at Christmas now <laughs> that's yeah I, I don't know I, I dislike frauds and I dislike wasting people's time Actually, here's my other pet peeve. Clothing that lies about what size it is. What do you mean? Uh, like it, and there, I, I think that you mean like those baggy sweatshirts that chicks wear. No, I think even though they're like an extra small. I, I would believe. I, I think the the most arduous form of government overreach that 100 percent needs to happen is sizes should be standardized. So mm-hmm. if you buy like a large shirt, it's the same size across every brand. Yeah, I like I hate buying clothes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. They've, they've started doing this dumb shit where like uh, some t-shirts, the sleeves instead of being a full sleeve, it's like a wing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it cuts, yeah, yeah. and then you're like you lift your arm up, and if you have broad shoulders, your whole body like tents up, mm-hmm. like it looks like a fucking tent. Yeah, and I'm just like, at bare minimum, let me know you're doing this terrible thing before it happens, because like I have a limited, I have a finite amount of resources. I don't want to fucking like buy a thing and then get home and then be like, oh well, shit, it looks terrible after four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, I'm wearing the, the, the jeans I'm wearing now. It's like a, it's I. I found Levi's they have like a number supposedly that means what the size is I have five pairs of these they all fit completely differently (laughs) (laughs) the exact same size these ones look sort of like that's the other thing I found out (laughs) I found out that a lot of times like US sizes in in comparison to the rest of the world are significantly larger so that so that people feel better about buying the same size clothing even though it's bigger yeah to make people feel better I mean, about like, being fat. Call me a USXL. I'm fine with that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a punk band I would have listened yes, to. It does. <laughs> hey, they're like a progressive skinhead band. Yeah. <laughs> Sharps. <laughs> USXL. Uh, yeah. You know what I like though is I like uh, I like looking at my shoes in European sizes. I like having a size 46 foot. Oh man. Oh yeah. That, that's you, nice. That's, that's so smug. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like what? Oh, Europe thinks they're better than us, but if they're like, I have a size 44. Foot. Yeah. Like, fuck you. No, you don't. <laughs> it makes that threat better than it's like, I'm going to shove my size 44 up your ass. You're like, God damn, that sounds... Is that a, you have a shotgun for a foot? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> suicide callbacks. Yeah, I don't even know how my clothes fit. Like, I want to be on board with this, but I don't even know where I get my clothes or how yeah. I... I, the goodwill, Brian. Man, the goodwill. I got a Guar shirt because somebody left it in my car. The Fuck other yeah! Day. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's this only became an issue like <laughs> in the last like three or four years. 
I uh, like I've been with the, the, my partner for like a really long time. I, wife, I, I say partner because because you're a cowboy. Yeah, because I'm a cowboy. Partner. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing: I don't I don't say co- partner to co-op something from like queer people. I say partner because like legitimately, after you've been with someone for as long as we have, there's no romance. It's a business relationship. Yeah, <laughs> where like this is my best friend who I have right. sex with and call the devil all the time. Like those are the only, you're, you're my LLC. Yeah, you're yeah. my mortal enemy who I share a bank account with and who knows all of my secrets like uh, a loveless liability corporation (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that's a band I would listen to that's so fucking great uh, but like you can add that because I'll never be married because nobody likes me (laughs) the uh but like I, I, after a certain point you have to like try so I was just like alright I've been with you since I was a kid so like I'm gonna dress the same way because you are never gonna tell me to start looking like an adult so I was like mm-hmm. fuck it I'm gonna start like buying nicer clothes mm-hmm. I'm gonna have fewer I'm gonna buy fewer pairs of pants and just throw them away or like not mm-hmm. throw them away or make jean shorts out of them or whatever and then I started spending like what I thought was adult money on clothes. And I found out all clothing companies are lying to you constantly and they all have their own sizes and you have to like figure it out and negotiate. Like if you buy like a nice shirt and XL is the same size as like a large and poor people's clothes. Oh yeah. That, that I have now I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I've seen okay, that. I don't know Fuck. what you guys are talking about. I'm like, I'm like, I'll buy like a dress shirt and I'm like, Oh good. I'm going to look good at this funeral. And then I put it on. And it looks like I'm wear- like intentionally wearing something a size too small. Cause I think my gut is pecs or something. I don't like, it's, <laughs> rich people are healthier and thinner than poor people. Yeah. I think that's part of it. That might be, but also like you you're a need, poor large. You don't need to gentrify <laughs> extra large. <laughs> like, what if they just put question marks yeah. after also, sizes? Then also like I'm, large. What do rich people not have shoulders? Like <laughs> what the fuck? Like I don't. I'm like I, my my problem is never. You have to, gotta have something to carry that power on, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, tries me. Like I have broad shoulders. Like that's where most of my fat is. That and my hubris and. Uh, uh, I put on, I put on like these shirts and it's, I'm just like, I feel everything about it. It fits except like my shoulders are all like crunched in. And if I lift my arms, it you looks like I'm shrugging through it. Yeah. No, it. It looks like I'm shrugging. Like I'll lift my arm up and like oh, this huge bump. And I'm just like, you I just have shoulder up. pads all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I, the one time I'm like, all right, you spend the, the, the theory is like, if you buy, if you spend $50 on something instead of $10 on something, the $50 thing will last you several Longer. years. The $10 thing. Yeah, you but throw that doesn't, out. that doesn't last. That doesn't mean anything oh, anymore. It, that, before, that was, yeah, that was the eighties way of thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking absurd. It's not true anymore. <laughs> you know what I can't stand is that I can't fucking wear a white shirt. I just can't do oh it. My God. I spilled coffee on it today. I don't want to just dress in black, but I have to. Cause yeah. I, I shouldn't, I, I, I am at the age where I, I've started hair loss medication mm-hmm. and I still can't wear a white shirt. Oh, dude. That is pathetic. It's pretty I, funny to me, actually. <laughs> I started trying to wear like more white shirts because again, just like, oh, you're a, you're a white dude wearing jeans and a black shirt, blah, blah, blah. Because we figured out how to like everything I, white dudes do is the devil. I started wearing like a white shirt and I found out that because of my poverty diet, sometimes I sweat red. What? Mm. Yeah. It's you're real, bleeding, my man. No, no. It's like, it's, it's like a light pink. Like I had, all of my socks have like pink on the heels. And then uh, I was wearing like a, a long sleeve white shirt and I did a show. And then the next morning I looked at my shirt and there was like pink on the back. It was like, who did I lean against a wall or something? Are you drinking a lot of mad dog? No, I, 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 I think it's like a, the minerals in my diet are fucked up. So like sometimes I sweat wow. colors. That's, I've never f- heard of that. I get, a, I get You're like, like a, a fucking living mood ring. Yeah. <laughs> And all my colors are anger. <laughs> Wait, but if sweat is basically piss, is your piss pink too? No, nah, my piss is dark yellow, like a man should yeah. be. <laughs> Mine's like Killian's it Irish red. I drink more I, I water. Drink pretty, like, I drink a lot of water now. Like my piss is I like stopped. a whipped cream can. That's how dehydrated <laughs> I am. You know what? When, <laughs> when I <laughs> Yo, Brian's pissing again. <laughs> I would be okay with that just for the looks in public. <laughs> just go to a urinal and make some soft serve. Uh, I would do yoga just so I could hit whippets whenever I wanted. <laughs> when when my diet consisted of literally nothing but like tacos, cheeseburgers, and PBR, I never had any health problems. And then as soon as 
was like, I'm going to eat vegetables and drink water. I'm like sweating red. And it's, I, I think that's just 20s, 30s. I don't think that's food. I don't know if you turn 30 and all of a sudden you, you start sweat dying. colors. <laughs> you start dying. Weird shit happens. Like I, I was okay with my metabolism slowing down, but I didn't think my molecules would break down. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm literally deteriorating. Yeah, now. you might be. <laughs> pink sweat. Jesus, that's terrible. Oh, and it doesn't even look pink. It just dries pink. Mm. It's fucking weird. I should also go but, to a doctor. I've been yeah, sweating invisible ink. I haven't had a physical in ten years. That's so. just like, body yeah. chemistry, though, because some people's pit stains are like it makes their pit stains are like kind of gray, and some mm-hmm. of them are yellow. Like everybody's is, is it's just based on your body chemistry. Never my pits. Never your pits. Only my neck sweats red. I don't understand this. <laughs> what? It's really fucking weird. You're literally a fucking redneck. I am. You are literally a redneck. <laughs> my pH is hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> you just dip the strip in, and it comes out singing Toby Keith songs. (laughs) Oh, man. Well... God, what else do I? Oh, uh, I hate every any political conversation that starts with a, a catchphrase. Like if uh, you say like Hillary bot or Bernie bro, I immediately want to catch you on fire. Mm-hmm. Like I just I, I feel like we've gotten to a point where like we should just admit that everyone's kind of terrible and then mitigate the, the damage downwards. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are just like, let me tell you, someone didn't like a thing that I said. And because of that, they're up. And then it's it. Oh, God, in fucking heaven. I just wish we could go back to hating each other for who we truly are. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when was that? <laughs> uh, have you been on Twitter in the last four years? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought you meant like a cliche, like uh, that is a cliche. <laughs> no, but I mean like not the Bernie butt thing, but like a set, like gu- you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Like, no, if, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because at least that's an ideology. Like, right. yeah, if you're like, no, 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 you should be able to have any gun that you possibly want because someone else already has the gun they want, and you right. want to be able to return fire. I, sure, it's dumb, but at least it's an ideology. Right, 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 right. It's not just like I have a catchphrase that uh, defends me from having to have an actual point of view. You're talking about like Reddit slang, basically. Yeah, I just hate Jen Kirkman as well. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> now we're talking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I just throw him in a corner. He doesn't want to be in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least James Adomian's fun. All right, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jen. I think you already blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, good for you, man. That's great. <laughs> I don't even engage anymore at all. I don't yeah. know what's going on, which is funny because I'm writing a lot of bits right now that sound like I know what's going on but if I get one follow up question I'm like I don't know yeah I don't know it was just a joke I thought of I don't really have an agenda oh man that oh good honestly that's like I didn't think of that in the like the pre-gaming for this but that is a huge fucking problem right now where people Mm -hmm. are like can you defend your joke and I'm like no it's a joke it is not meant to be defended. That's yes. like saying, like, if you're like, uh, what, do you, what do you call uh, a box full of geese? Quackers. Okay, we'll defend it. What the fuck do you want me yeah. to defend? Well, have you Why ever did- seen a box full of geese? Why huh? did the chicken cross the road? Are you sure? Why are it wasn't- those geese in a fucking box, you monster? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are, there, are the geese in the box because someone gentrified their pond? Yeah. <laughs> Have you cons- considered the implications of why those geese moved? Have you yeah. considered not being an insufferable piece of shit <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> and allowing people, allowing me to distract people from their eminent demise for fucking thirty minutes? You asshole! <laughs> it's it like it, it's funny to me to a certain degree, but like I was talking to, about this with M on the the ride over here, like Emma. I am, is, Emily's is my, wife my partner, my wife, my LLC, <laughs> my loveless. <laughs> oh God! The uh, but we were like talking about we're like I've booked comedy shows for like six years. I've made I've run like weekly shows for years. I've made a point of like always having diverse lineups. I've always made a point of like finding like women in the scene who weren't getting booked and like giving them opportunities on shows mm-hmm. in front of people. Like I've worked my ass off to do like what is considered good and at no point does anyone ever look at your history they're just kind of like oh you told a joke about ted bundy do you mm-hmm. hate women i'm like no yeah. i just think it's funny that he worked at a suicide hotline like yeah <laughs> like that is very funny I'm i like, didn't know that is- oh yeah i already have a really good joke about it don't worry about it uh, <laughs> it's, like i feel like there, I, I, I feel like culturally i think like we should bring back the benefit of the doubt and like that just doesn't exist at all so sometimes you say something funny and people are like do you know the impl- Implications of what you said, and I'm like, I don't have an audience. It, yeah, yeah. And, and I also don't care. Yeah, that's I not just, the point.
point of it. I'm not implying anything. I'm not implying that he had he had a good heart or whatever the fuck. I'm just saying it's kind of a strange thing to know. Yeah, I like I I don't necessarily like I don't care that Joe Rogan vapes monkey bones or whatever, but like I'm just happy someone's yeah. able to speak confidently. You know? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, you you said something. It didn't apologize before it was done. Holy shit, dude! I got into this because I'm a dummy. Yeah. So why would that's anybody ask me to explain myself? But that's the shit. And if I was smart, I'd be doing something beneficial. I, I almost became a high school teacher, and then I didn't because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I did my part by not talking to kids. Can I be here? Right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to adults and go, man, that guy's dumb. That's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's the whole thing is the fucking general public knows. They hear about all our suicides. It's always so sad when comedians kill themselves. Oh, whoa, whoa. You already know how fucking, you already know how mentally ill we are, how dumb we are we, we don't none of us like most of us didn't go to college except for the fucking rich kids doing it now yeah you know what i'm saying like w- we have a reputation of not being into yet you're coming to us asking to tell you how you're supposed to see your fucking life yeah. just because we figured out a way to make to us ourselves sound intriguing it, before you post on facebook about how sad you are that a comedian killed themselves you should have to post every time you yelled about someone having an opinion mm-hmm. in the last year like yeah it's be- just fucking annoying I like, can't this, stand that shit. Did someone make a joke and then you decided that they weren't allowed to be a person anymore? And they don't fucking, they don't hold anybody else to this fucking standard either. Well, I mean, you have to remember that other people could help them. So right. Like, it's, <laughs> so it's, they just yell at people who have no influence whatsoever yeah. other than making people laugh. And that's the thing. Like, I am on paper literally a social justice warrior. I am an insufferable person <laughs> who has made a point of being like, hey man, can I move you to the show next month? I already have too many like white dudes on this show. Like, I am the literally what you are asking for and i'm just still like getting yelled at sometimes for like booking things i'm like do you know how booking a show works oh, like man. do you yeah. know how telling a joke works? like did you know sometimes you're gonna tell a joke and it's not finished so you try a punchline and then if it doesn't work that's the feedback yeah <laughs> like, then you learn and go okay i gotta figure out a new punchline yeah, i don't okay. need you to tell me i'm an asshole the silence told me i'm an <laughs> asshole right or, or even worse when the whole room laughs yeah and you're like hey i just did my job but they're like no you didn't that was wrong yeah we did there and i, was I like, don't I give thought, a fuck i thought my job was to get it's laughs it's not about being right it's about being um, funny excuse me what did you mean up there oh yeah that was the problem I mean nothing like ever. How about when people, I don't mean anything to me or you or anyone that can make any kind of difference in this planet. So just shut up. I don't mean shit on paper. (laughs) If I make a, if I'm poignant, in a set it's because I fucked up yeah <laughs> like, oh for sure you know you're scrambling yeah and or, yeah. <laughs> like I've, I've got like a handful of jokes where like they're I've, I have some jokes that got exponentially better because someone was like hey can I talk to you about that joke and instead of being like here's where you're fucking up as a human being they were like hey here's what you're missing from a perspective of someone that you're actually talking about like right. I, have a, I have a joke about like how in high school I went on a, a date with a guy and I didn't realize I was on a date with the dude until the very end of it but I had spent the entire time just being super buddy buddy with this guy and the joke is about me not picking up on the signals that someone's hitting on me mm-hmm. and I had a, a, a gay comic in Atlanta who's fucking hysterical named Ian Aber was just like hey yeah he's mm-hmm brilliant and he was just pulled me aside he was like just for the record like the gay dude's not in your joke and i was like what do you mean he's like you never talk about like his perspective or like what he might be thinking while you're having which now now you're just creating more jokes yeah and i was like oh fuck there's like and then, new jokes that then you yeah. do that and another guy pulls you aside and goes I don't think it's fair for you to speak on his behalf <laughs> no absolutely and like, you can't win dude and, and Ian like he hated that joke when I first started doing it understandably and like it's fine but he had a problem with it and he was like hey this is where it's where it needs work not stop doing this joke and yeah. it, it made the joke better it made like to the point where like audiences are like when they hear it are like oh fuck thanks for doing it. like I've had people come up and be like that was kind of pointed to me thanks but it's funny it's not just like me beating a, a thing over someone's head and it's I, like I don't know I wish there were more conversations where people were like can I tell you how to make that funnier instead of just like yeah. <laughs> stop hey, being dude, evil I, yeah or yeah exactly well that's the whole thing is is everybody instead of getting giving anyone the benefit of the doubt everybody is just assuming that you are trying to hurt people by making like not all comedy is whatever quote unquote punching down sometimes it's just punching yeah uh, like you know what i mean a lot of times people think that you're punching down and they don't realize that you're as low as the person that you're making fun of i'm punching myself you fucking prick yeah i'm like 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care if I, I punch that all the time. It's fucking fun. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, but, I'm, but you, you ever, also punch you ever yourself. You a kid? It's as low, you know, it's of funny. Of course I have. I have a joke about you. I was a preschool teacher. I hundreds of kids through balls at their like, head. It's also like you trying to tell me kicking someone in the nuts is not nice. But kicking someone in the nuts is still one of the funniest things you will ever see yeah. ever. It's never going to not be funny. Obviously, if you're the guy getting the nuts kicked. But for the rest of the world to have the joy, it's fucking worth it. I'm sorry. I had a kickball kicked into my dick so hard that I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> see? And, and I love I was, you. I was like, on the I ground. I love you as a person. Instant, I, I was, never want anything I, bad to happen to you. I fell on the ground. Funny. I was vomiting. Vomit was coming out of my nose. <laughs> and I couldn't breathe because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is <laughs> the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> That's sometimes it's funny when that shit. You know, you know what? Just getting hit in the balls, maybe not so funny. But when you're vomiting out your nose because you got hit in the balls, mm-hmm. that's comedy gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I laughed at that, and I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah. Both things can exist. It's not. It's the whole correlation, not causation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's this. There's a fucking difference. You gotta admit though, we have it pretty good in LA. At least where I, I don't know about the shows you're going up at, but. LA is one of the most apathetic cities in the country. Yeah. Like it's way harder to get in trouble here. I feel like than it is anywhere else. As soon as I stopped worrying about my <laughs> what my peers thought, I had so much more fun on stage. I know. Like I would I, like last year I got real crazy and depressed is because I spent a lot of time thinking about what people who weren't watching my set anyway thought about what I was doing. <laughs> and I was just yeah, yeah. like, oh, oh no, like what if someone thinks this? And then I was like, oh, no one thinks anything. No one is ever watching the show. And like, oh man. Man, so much more fun now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I started in the Bay Area, so LA felt like a Gigi Allen concert. Oh, it was like, no problem. And that's <laughs> the first show I did in uh, San Francisco. Uh, I said I was from Tennessee as part of a setup, mm-hmm. and the crowd immediately stopped listening to me. Oh, my God. I see. <laughs> Oh, I have so much fun with that though, because it's like, hey, you ever heard of Oakland? You see what you guys are doing over there? Yeah, <laughs> you fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to Richmond? Uh, <laughs> you guys, are, this is I, this fucking South in the fifties. Yeah, I love San Francisco. That's what San Francisco is. I love doing shows in San Francisco now, but I also know to like bury that I'm from the South. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't tell immediately from my accent, but it's definitely a Eurasian utopia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kiss my ass. I hate that place. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> like I, I know on paper I'm supposed to be the devil, but you do realize that like a Chinese conglomerate bought the building, right? <laughs> yes, and is leaving it empty. <laughs> it, uh, white people are burning down their old buildings. It's called reinvestment. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, let's do the drill. Let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of, of the week. week. Gripe of the week from Billy Joe Gillespie is someone who knows I work nights decided to pound on my door at 1030 in the morning. And when I didn't answer, they started blowing up my phone like I don't hear the dog going ape shit at the door. Do you guys have people that are that are again? This about is you? one of those things where it's like this annoying thing happened to me. It's not really a gripe. Uh, but yeah, gripe okay. is something that happens all the time. That happens all the time for poor people, though. Like that, as a society, this is one of those things that I completely relate to because I used to work at a blockbuster and close all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, my mom's like, "Oh, the sun is up. Let me hit you up." And like my friends would be like, "The sun is up," and I'm like, "No, I was I was working till two. Uh, if you like work third shift and everyone else doesn't." they completely act like you need to be on their timeline. Yeah. So somewhat, first off, the fact that your friend is knocking on your door at all or and calling you. Yeah, without you both knowing. Both of those them. are rude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how dare you call me on my phone? Yeah. Ever. yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, text me. Yeah, send See, a, I don't like you. I know that's like a very gift. common thing among our generation to hate phone calls. I still fucking love a phone call. I No, I like a phone call from someone that I love and I like a phone call that I know is coming. Mm-hmm. But also... A phone call is just a text you have to answer right now. And like, <laughs> like yeah, if, well, if, time- if your phone, every time you got a text, your phone just buzzed until you looked at it. You'd be like, fuck this, throw it out the window. And that's <laughs> yeah. what a phone is, except it's, But you know, a lot of times those phone calls are specifically because you need a lot of information that take, would take too long to text. Sometimes. I think a lot of us moved into text because 90% of our phone calls are debt collectors. Yeah. Or <laughs> fucking robots. Yes, robot, robots and decorations. Get your phone number changed a bunch I, of times. That'll all go away. It's weird to be like, sorry, mom, I can't answer the phone because when it rings, I just assume it's a robot 
seeing if I'm there. And I I'm getting throw my phone like a live grenade I'm every time it rings. Pranked by robot. Like, oh my god! I answer and then they hang up. I yep. guess to see if I'm still answering. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm being stalked by Skynet. Mm, is like, your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer that. They're like, do you have Prince Albert in a can? I would. Uh, oh, you can relate to this one. Uh, Jacob Christopher's grape of the week is seventy-five cent pinball machines. They should all be fifty cents. Yeah. Also, well, that you can tell that guy lives in Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> seventy-five cents. Daddy pays a dollar. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl Merrill's grape of the week is <laughs> alliterative names. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is people who talk using way too many words, like talking in circles, adding way too many details that are unnecessary. Just say what you mean and mean what you say. She must have seen my. Set last night. <laughs> For Were you real. a meandering? Oh cunt? boy, I was a wandering asshole last oh, night. Man. I love when you're like, I know there's a joke in here. I know. I'm just gonna get him wander around this cave system until I find it. <laughs> I was thinking of that Mitch Hedberg line where he's like, Oh, this joke is so funny. Go inside my head and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I felt last oh, night. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree, and I do it a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> inarticulate prick. How do you handle it? Do you like tell people like? Wait, I use a lot a of anxiety and try to leave people alone as much as possible. <laughs> I use it as a weapon. <laughs> I use it as a weapon in conversations I don't want to have. Um, <laughs> where I'm just like, if I talk long enough, you're going to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> it's My a weapon. very passive aggressive. Like, like people do that in relationships. Like eventually you'll leave me if I'm insufferable. Yeah, the uh, best my, defense is offense. My, my wife calls it monologuing. <laughs> She's like, are you done monologuing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. If you're talking about something you want to talk about then just don't fucking talk about it yeah that i also uh just will i will cut the fat for them that's my way of getting at it if somebody's being real flowery to me for unnecessary and then i'll just say all the all of the <laughs> i'll say the setup and the punchline <laughs> before they get to it that oh, also yeah. shuts them up real quick yeah. i felt like that was a problem with pat and oswald influence comics like 10 years ago where it was just oh, God, 19 yeah. adjectives in every sentence mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, was like, it should be a purposeful adjective and adverb there needs to be a reference for every sentence. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Jaren Weiss's gripe of the week is people who order a whole goddamn entertainment center on the internet and have it delivered by one man and are angry that it's not put together like the picture is on the computer. Remember when moving the couch required an uncle and some friends? Now it's just one dude. What the fuck happened? Jerry Seinfeld, this bit needs work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little confused. It sounds like you just don't have any friends. It sounds like Darren works at FedEx or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jaren, it's a lady. Jaren? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I would have thought Jaren was a dude, too. Well, I mean, that's also it's got just... a Darren in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Darren could be a lady. J-A-R-I-N? Everyone can... Never mind. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> What are the rules on names, John? Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> everyone is everyone. Flower is a verb. <laughs> that still is, but that is like an entitled behavior to think that your furniture should just come assembled because yeah. that's why you only paid $23 for that fucking desk to begin with is because you're not paying the labor to have it assembled yeah. and, and Who's delivered to you. surprised that this shit isn't People coming People who have only lived in their parents' house and dorms. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. If, like, I, there's a there's a great deal of like especially bewildered with like, entitlement. Yeah. Which and it's just cuz they never had to they never had the whole process of becoming an adult. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, those fucking dorm kids though, every year in June when the international dorms move mm-hmm. out of Berkeley, the shopping. Yeah, I used to go right in their dumpsters. It was all right in the middle of the street in front of all the dorms and you would get like laptops. They'd throw everything away. Really nice TVs, really Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. Crusty Christmas is what we called it. Huh. I also dumpstered in a in a front of a frat house, uh the newspaper uh the day after Reagan got shot. Oh yeah? Yeah, I have it on my wall in a frat Wait, a frat house? They had all these old newspapers. I don't know why. I like the idea of a frat house. Like, we have to keep the paper from the day Reagan got shot. We almost got him. Yeah. And then we spanked each other with a board. <laughs> no more, Mr. Nice Guy. Do you think they still do that? Probably, yeah. I don't think they, they hit each other with boards anything more. I think hazing has gotten much more creative. Oh, yeah, because they can't be obvious about it. Yeah, now it's just like psychological abuse. <laughs> I miss a good punch in the mouth. Why do I yeah. like call me Sally or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah For six months. Yeah. Yeah. 
Trish Keating's gripe of the week is my mom will constantly call me to talk about mundane shit and act like it's important information. Oh, I'm so sorry. Your mom's alive. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I wouldn't give for one phone call, Trish. One phone call. Hey, hey, Trish, I 100% understand where you're coming from. I I love my mother more than any human being on earth. I would die for her. I would kill for her. And when she calls me to just be like, so here's what happened at work today. I would rather put a bag around my head and then tie it off with duct tape it is a nightmare i just it, mundane bold i'm just like tell me about what you read <laughs> like yeah. did, you, did you did you see a bird and think of poetry today like literally just tell me about your personhood don't tell me about what happened at work today right it's i the feel same the same way about stand-up yeah. <laughs> don't tell me about what happened this week tell me your fucking ideals and make yeah. them funny you idiot yeah your only jokes are what somebody else said to you you know this oh, week someone else was really funny this week. get them on stage <laughs> please <laughs> can you book your mail guy can you imagine <laughs> if all these homeless people who uh in every Everybody's jokes were on stage. Yeah. He's so much more entertaining. Oh, man. The other day, a homeless person said to me, and it, the funniest thing I've ever heard, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to hang out with him. Yeah. yeah. Can you go away? <laughs> well, it's like, at least, a, at least when a homeless person shits on the floor, they have a reason. Like, your yeah. act. <laughs> <laughs> you're just spiritually shitting on the floor. You fucking. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Vern Comney's gripe of the week is when Satanists make it a point to let you know about their beliefs within the first couple of minutes of meeting them. Oh, yeah, because they're not making up for lost time. <laughs> like, Christians used to burn you at the stake if they thought you were into sage. Okay? Like, where are you running Sorry. into all these Satanists, too? You live in Seattle or Portland or Olympia, for sure. And also, that's a Satanist isn't telling you they're a Satanist. They're just letting you know that they're in an open relationship. That's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> I'm not into Satanism. I'm into chill polyamory. <laughs> I get it. You're a Satanist. You must work at like a taxidermy <laughs> shop or something. Like, where do you work? I make ritualistic knives and I'm sick of my customers shoving their beliefs down my throat. Can't a man make a goat altar without you telling me about your background, Josh? He works at the Satan Bible factory. <laughs> my name Have is you Anton heard the bad news yeah. today? Have you heard the bad news? today (laughs) that's i mean any satanist who talks like that is already wearing a shirt that told you (laughs) that is a hundred percent our demographic though is the kind of listeners we have are people who are being bewildered by satanists (laughs) i was gonna say bewildered by (laughs) what a great word (laughs) can't you just worship set or something original (laughs) Jared Porter's gripe of the week is when people insist you guess something and they won't take no for an answer. Like, guess how much I paid for this? No, seriously. That guess. Is a bad one. Guess. That should be a slappable offense. Yep. Like, open hand, not closed mm-hmm. fist, but you should be able to slap anyone who does that. Open hand slap. Not too hard. Half, yeah. half force. Half Depends force. on how long it's been going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a gangster movie, Donnie Brasco. Like, what are you doing? Smack. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little tap. Smack, smack, smack. Yeah. Just like, like, it's like, I love you, but you're fucking up kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. A little not, jaw grab. Not full force. You're hysterical in a Bugs Bunny cartoon smack. (laughs) He says, I intentionally uh, end up guessing way too high or way too low depending on how easily it would be to disappoint them. Yeah, guess how much I paid for this. You know... Free. You got it for free? Fuck. Two grand? God, you ruined it. Five million (laughs) dollars? You know what's what's worse than that? The person who makes you guess and then gets offended by your fucking answer. Yeah. We were like, I don't know. Did you pay like uh, 100 bucks for it? Like, what? You think I'm fucking cheap? What the fuck I'm sorry. Sorry I'm not a figment of your imagination. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm a real sorry person. This, yeah, sorry this conversation didn't go with you. You planned it in your head, you yeah. psycho. Yeah, I didn't our, our relationship is a game of Price is Right, where at the end, <laughs> the reward is judgment, no matter what happens. <laughs> I think that's our gripe of the week, dude. Yes. We, all three of us agreed. That's fucking horrible. Jared Porter. Jared Porter, you got gripe of the week, baby. Fuck those people, and keep ruining their day whenever you say that shit, because... They don't deserve happening. Does Jared win a bidet? (laughs) I wish. Hopefully we'll get to that point. Hopefully. That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Is to get to the point where we're giving bidets out. I mean, like, if you guys could be a place where people came to, like, get their gripes off their chest and wash the shit off their butt, that's a beautiful, (laughs) that's a niche that I could support. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like some, we would be canonized. Yeah. That's like some sainthood shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could. Maybe we could give one uh, away a month, like a travel bidet. Yeah, they're like, wait, they make bucks. travel bidets? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are those also so this, 20% off with the bonus code? I don't know. Do you know? 
I don't think so. I think we it's should look the, into this. Yeah. But here, the reason why we have the sponsorship is because I tweeted saying that I wish I could get like seltzer water in my bidet because I wanted bubble scrubs yes. to clean my asshole. And they said that Brondell, the bidet company, got in touch with me and it's like, we have a travel bidet that fits into a water bottle. So you could put a Perrier bottle in there or whatever, bubbly yeah, water, get it. and just spray your ass with bubbly water. So no matter where you are, if you're Paducah, Kentucky, and you know it's, you're doing a shit gig and you know it's, there's no fucking way that paper is not going to cut your asshole up. Yeah. You can just uh, screw on a two liter and uh, clean it out pretty. I have never been as instantly sold on any idea <laughs> as bedang seltzer. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, the, travel the, bubbles, the bubbles feel so good on my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I turn into Mario. Oh, I love it. That's still literally, I, I deleted Twitter a while ago. That's literally the only good thing that's ever happened to me on Twitter <laughs> ever. That was the one good thing, but it was really good. Tell everybody where to find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Bond John Bond. I hate it too, but it was the only thing close to my name that was on there. Uh, I have an Instagram. It's John Michael's Mistakes, and it's mostly just uh, photography that I do. I don't do. I don't take funny pictures. Though my in laws did throw a bag of my uh, wife's ashes. Girlfriend, my wife's, <laughs> whoa, my wife's whoa, grandparents' whoa, ashes. Whoa. At All right, me, let's so take that was funny. You. I guess. What did yeah. happen? You got dusted. We went to we went to a, a, a funeral, and at what, we were like getting ready to leave yesterday. My my in laws threw a, like a Ziploc bag at me. They're like, "Oh, here, give this to Emily." And it was just her grandparents' ashes. In a Ziploc? In a Ziploc? Well, it was, it was two Ziplocs. They double bagged it. You know, you don't yeah, have yeah, spillage. Sure. Um, <laughs> they throw it behind their back. Yeah, Whoever it was, here you go. <laughs> hey, hoss, catch. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Nan on Peppa. Pass it on. Homo says what? Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> but that was, uh, so yeah, they're, they're, that's, I think, the most whimsical thing I've put on my Instagram recently. Oh, my God. Where I was just like, hey, look at my grandparents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly just, I do photography on the side because comedy doesn't pay anything. But mm. Photography still does. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome, guys. Thank you for listening. Spread the word. Tell people about us. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on all the assorted social media at No Sir Pod at Brian J Vokey at the Funny Carmen. May twenty second to May 29th I'll be all over Germany, Switzerland, and Prague. Ooh, what are you doing? Comedy. Oh yeah. Comedy. Mm-hmm. Nice. I used to live over there. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian and I are going on to, we're doing some shows together. If you are in uh, Rochester, Minnesota, we're going to be at Goonies Comedy Club. That's um, February 8th and 9th. Mayo Clinic nurses. (laughs) (laughs) And there, oh my God, there's so many there too. Uh, I'm doing a show with Jackie Cation at the UC in Milwaukee on the 14th on Valentine's Day. Um, Make sure you guys What's the UC? It's called the Underground Collective is the name of it. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you guys come out and see a show. Email us if you want to. If you have a gripe you want to send us, that's nosirpod at gmail.com. Go to nosirpod.com to listen to archived episodes. Hit us up. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No, sir, I don't like it.